so, Natasha, you moved as well, right? I think you moved out west. Uh, or well, or I didn't move out. yet. We brought, we bought, um, we bought our forever home, but nice. we're not going to be moving out there for ten years. So oh, wow. okay. we're going to be long term renting it. In fact, I just okay. got off the phone with our property manager out there today, and she's okay. like, "I feel like we're going to have a waiting list for you because we're going to try to get people in there by October first. We're okay. getting some renovations done right now on it, just like tiling around the bathtub and yeah. stuff like that. But she's like, I think we're going to have a waiting list for you for October 1st. And I was like, wow, fabulous. And like, we yeah. did not go low on our rent either. We're like, no, it needs to be at least our mortgage plus the, whatever payment we're paying the property yeah. manager. Yeah. So. So is the rental market hot, uh, like all across the U.S. right now, or? I know it's hot out in Oregon right now, specifically. Um, yeah. So at least in our in the area that we're looking at. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've been calling some places around here because um, we've got I've got some clients that are moving and they always they don't know where they're going next and they don't know if they're going to get the house they put a bid on so they're always doing like secondary options and some of them are right. renting. And we've been calling and there's some apartment complexes that are booked until next year or have a waiting list. And wow. I mean, yeah. it's weird. Everybody, everybody needs a place to live, but yeah. for some reason, some, like some waves are just hotter than others, but yeah. Yeah. The yeah. rental market is not struggling right now at all. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I know that the, there was an issue out in Oregon with, um, properties being bought up by investors rather than like by private owners. Mm -hmm. And so that was the big thing that we ran into when we were buying our property was people would come up to us and be like, are you an investor? And we're like, no, we're not an investor. We're just, we're just a private couple. Right. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet, but you are going to be an investor. Right. But looking for our future, but no, we're not looking to like yeah. flip and turn and burn and like do all that right. stuff. We're like, no, this is going to be our property. Like we're not just here to, make uh, money on it so but, if you had said yes they wouldn't have sold it to you or no i think they just were looking for a family as opposed to um as opposed to like just a investor type of scenario but like yeah, we were one of the last people that was allowed to write out a love letter in oregon before they outlawed it um so we're saying that it was our love letter that got us the house yeah yeah Th this sounds familiar did we talk about this last week about the love letters i think the last, last episode week, yeah last we episode. talked about yeah, yeah. the the writing yeah. the letter and oh my god yeah and i said so I, I do videos instead of letters for my clients yeah or i, I like that video me. idea yeah i yeah. work with a, a mortgage lender out here and he always sends instead of a thank you card he sends a thank you letter video right video to their letter, email yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they do their pre-approval thing and then he wherever he's at he pulls out his phone and just films it he's done it when he's at the beach with his kids or when he's in his car or I love that. The exactly. perfect yeah absolutely no it's a great a idea 15 20 second clip and that's right everybody Boom. mentions it oh yeah he sent me a video yeah yeah oh that's, <laughs> that's great pretty cool good good because i mean there's not a lot of people that actually know the face of the person that is their lender sometimes unless they got a picture of their signature sometimes <laughs> sure. they're a name behind a desk and yeah yeah for sure that you're, you're absolutely right it's not like the realtor where they they meet them you know a few times seeing the houses etc but the lender is always behind the scenes yeah yeah sure. but this guy he he works with uh the wra down here in milwaukee and he's always there um 
like training uh, person. They'll bring in and have 30 to 50 agents sit down and he'll be the one coming in and talking to him at the, the bigger learning sessions at yeah. the office. So he is very, he's good with people. He loves talking in front of groups and yeah, he's personable cool. for an underwriter. Sorry, pardon my Canadian ignorance, but what's uh, WRA? <laughs> WRAs are like governing body for realtors. Oh, got it. For got Wisconsin. It. Okay. Oh, for Wisconsin. Yep. Okay, Wisconsin Realtor Association, I yes. guess. WRA. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then they All have right. like the little subsects inside. So we've got the like the Metro Milwaukee market. Oh, and then right. we have one out right. kind of. Yep. So like every, it's not countywide, but uh, I, there's no real rhyme or reason how they delineate it, but. They try to go like hubs. So they have a Metro Milwaukee, then they'll have a Madison yeah. and they'll have like a Green Bay kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. area territory. Awesome. Yeah. I forgot you're Milwaukee. Congratulations. I forgot to congratulate you on the bus. I know we didn't <laughs> oh, even yes. have been exciting. Show. What's that? It was, we didn't yeah. even do a buck show, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was sure. crazy. Um, I did and, not. And Yanis is down. Greek, right? I'm Greek. You guys know I'm Greek. Yes. Right? So Yanis, oh, cool. Yanis are, are like this. Yeah. Well, Yanis <laughs> was my fiance. I always keep telling my husband and he keeps doing <laughs> that to me. But yeah. I, I was on the Yanis train before it was nice. the Yanis train. Yes. Yes. Me too. Me too. As soon as he came to the NBA or Love even it. before that, like this guy, you know, he's Greek. We got to support him. Boom. There he is. Yeah, I yeah. love him. He's so cute. Yeah. So Giannis, Apparently if you ever want to like come and say hi to us, feel free. <laughs> Get him on the show. Yeah, totally. Show. Sure, I could awesome. talk with his manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I was just told this week that he obviously lives with, I think, his family, like his two brothers. Okay. Yeah. Um, they just I, apparently they just bought a new house, oh. and they have a designer, and the designer went into their current house. He wow. lives very simple. Like he'll yeah. go to the local like big box retailer, buy some furniture and just wow. throw it in his house. Not a very glamorous, even though wow. he's like MVP, like yeah, one of the yeah. bigger names in the NBA. Right. Very simple life. And I think Good. that's why I like him so much is he's not yeah. flashy. He's just like, right. just give me, let me go to Chick-fil-A and get my chicken nuggets. And <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He, se he seems like a down to earth guy. Right. So he yeah. seems like a cool guy. Yeah. And uh, he actually uh, I'm not sure how much she donated, but uh, I don't know if you guys heard about all the forest fires going on in Greece. Oh, so yeah. he, no. he donated uh, a whole bunch of money to people to relocate or something like that. I don't remember the exact details, but I know he, he just, boom, you know, he's trying to help out wherever he can. So that, that tells you what kind of person he is, right? That's awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Very good for him. Good guy. Yeah. Well, sure. going into the second episode with you, Yep. I want to know what, what's updated here in the Canadian market. Anything changed since last show? Um, not much. I, I think the last show was about a month or so ago, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But we have the numbers have been, the sales numbers have been coming down month over month, right? But that's normal, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're, we're in the dog days of summer. I just yeah. put out a video, um, you know, saying that, you know, it's normal for, uh, from June to July to August, the numbers to come down. Uh, and then they pick up again in September and October. We have a, a bit of a bump up in the fall. And then they they go down again over the winter time, over the holidays, et cetera. So this is a normal, typical real estate cycle that we see every year. 
Um, mm-hmm. But COVID kind of screwed things up a little bit. Uh, but I think we're back to that now. So, I mean, it's, not, it's nothing to be concerned about uh, or celebrate if you're a buyer. It's not like the sign of, uh, of a bubble bursting or anything like that. <laughs> not at all. Not yeah. At all. Yeah. Yeah. At least there's not bidding gotta... wars right now, hopefully. There is. There is still Are bidding there still... wars. They're not as intense as they were back in the spring. Mm-hmm. Like March was the peak. Uh, typically, we, we peak uh, in around April, May, but we, we peaked about a month earlier this year. Uh, again, COVID kind of screwed things up. But now we're back on track um, and we're still seeing bidding wars. We're just not seeing the, the 20, 30 offers on properties that we saw earlier right. this year. We're seeing maybe two or three, right? So, which is which is decent, right? Yeah. 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 I've had some buyers come back out and they're like, Hey, how is it? And I'm like, well, it's cooling off. And they're like, okay, great. Yeah. And I was like, it's cooling off. It's not cooled off. It's exactly. Cooling it's off. cooling off. So we're still off. up there. That's right. Um, That's right. And we just got to see, um, I just got a report from the WRA about um, mean sale price, average buys in a, a month. And we've declined, but it's still less of a decline than normal years. And I don't know if that's due to COVID. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure it has something to wrap into it where lumber is still pretty high. New builds yeah. are still way down. Yeah. So I'm sure the purchases of res- existing homes is still going to be up there. But I'm how are you guys doing with, what- with supply? Like, do you have really low supply as well? Like we do up here? Like um. The- well, that stinks that you guys are having supply because all the lumber I pick up is it's stamped with that maple leaf. So it's getting You're over taking the taking all our wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, That's why I we have just, none. <laughs> I apologize. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I mean, the typical two by four, you were looking at when it was normal, three, oh. 350. Okay. And now we're at five, 556. Yeah. So we're, I mean, it's better than. Twelve dollars. Yeah, no, so for it's sure. come way down. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely, which was so, nice because now we can start. We had a project that we kind of put pause on because lumber was it was. Is it seriously at twelve dollars for a two by four? Yeah, it, it was to the point where if we ordered the lumber when we would have ordered it, it would have cut our profit. It would have oh, been, man. it eliminated it. So we're like, well, let's just move on and wait for lumber to go back down. And yeah. then we re-estimated the lumber, and it came down like fifteen grand. Wow. Whoa. So just lumber alone and not even doors, windows. I mean, at that same point, we were looking at windows and they wouldn't be in for 28 weeks. Doors were anywhere from 15 to 30. Yeah. So I mean, we couldn't do anything. Insane. Which is yeah. rough. Um, so, yeah, things are getting back to normal. We'll just see what happens with, with September, October. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. Uh, what, what about housing supply itself? Because we have a stat up here. It's called months of inventory. I don't know if you have to do the same yep. thing, but it's uh, how many, you know, for our audience, it, it's how long would it take for the entire uh, housing inventory to sell out uh, if no new uh, homes came on the market, right? So, and typically prior to COVID, we were, we were at about two to three months of inventory, which is still a hot seller's market. Uh, but I mean, in the last year and a half, it's been less than a month of inventory, right? Wow. So we're talking, there's more sales than there are listings, right? So obviously things are going to run out pretty fast, right? So that's yeah. why, that's why we're seeing bidding wars. That's why we're seeing prices continuing to go up and those who are waiting for prices to come down, it's just not going to happen because 
there's just no supply, right? And it's basic economics, right? Low supply, high demand, boom, 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 prices are going to go up. So, yep. And that's, I'm assuming it's the same thing. Yeah. And I haven't checked the actual supply. I haven't checked that, but I know on our website, on the WRA website, you can actually go on or the MLS, you can go on and it'll give you those stats kind of in the line graph. Mm-hmm. And I have not checked in, I would say two months on what that is okay. because all of my buyer clients with how the market was and what they wanted to get, they were like, we're pressing pause oh, on what really? we want to get. So Ooh. yeah. And once everybody pressed pause, I was like, well, I'm going to stop looking at that one just on the daily trying to find it where it is. But yeah, I know it's very, very uh, low because you'll go in and I mean, obviously you see it even when you're on the sales side, because that kind of goes into how I list the home. Oh, absolutely. If I have one home in Oconomowoc and there's only one other house in Oconomowoc that I need to, that I'm competing against, that factors heavily into my sale price. If there's 20 other homes. Absolutely. Um, So when my, uh, the last listing that, that I saw in Oconomowoc, it was competing against two other homes. Um, And Oconomowoc is going very quickly and in Waukesha is low. I've looked in McGuanago, that's low. So all the surrounding uh, secondary markets, those are all bigger markets, but they're not a Milwaukee or Madison, or I guess in in your way, it'd be like a Toronto. Right. Yeah, Milwaukee Although would be Although comparing Toronto, Toronto then, to Milwaukee just seems goofy to me because that's that's different. Well, so we did meet you a couple of years ago. In, in, are you guys in seeing I don't want to bring that up, though. <laughs> more buyer clients or more seller clients for you guys personally? Uh, for me, mm-hmm. I mean, right now it's more sellers, right? Right now, yeah. I, I, um, yeah, I do have a couple of buyers, but they're not serious, right? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Marcus said. I mean, they're, they're kind of pausing. They don't not sure what to do. I'm trying to convince mm-hmm. them to buy because I'm trying to tell them, look, the longer you wait, the more you're going to pay. So there's no point in waiting, right? The prices aren't coming down. Um, but going back to Natasha's question, uh, yeah, I, I have more sellers right now. That That's interesting. Buy. But it, it kind of changes. It <clears throat> changes with the flow, right? So. I only ask, I work for another marketing company out in California, but they deal with like high-end luxury sales. And they're, they're having problems getting enough agents that have um, sellers available to them. So I feel really? like the luxury market, the sellers aren't quite as like, ready and willing to sell as like yeah. your buyers are wanting and willing to buy. Well, I mean, the, the luxury market, that's a whole different animal, right? Yeah. Um, whole yeah. different type of client, whole different type of uh, buyer, right? So, I mean, yeah, I don't know if sure you can compare the two. Not apples way. to apples, apples yeah. to no, right no, there. Exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. That A market is very, very touchy. Um, yeah. It doesn't really follow the same guidelines as the normal one. The only the only time it kind of parallels the B, C, and D market is on a down. Because yeah. when, when everything else sinks, the A, it loses its value and it sinks too. But the rise is so inconsistent of what's going on. And yeah. um, that's the risk you take with, I mean, you buy, a, you buy or build a million dollar home and, or a yeah. million and up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how many other people in the world are able to drop a million dollars on a home too so Not your market me. is smaller and well, it's, see, uh, it's just different it, yeah. it is different 100 percent. and up here i mean i don't even know what uh what a luxury market is anymore because a million dollars <laughs> doesn't even buy you an average house up here right so you're gonna have to pay 1.2 
uh, or more to get an average house in the Toronto area, oh. right? That's Luxury insane. would probably start at about three million, I think. That's you know? nuts. It is nuts. It is nuts because two million used to be considered wow, you know, the two million dollar house. Now it's like okay, it's a it's a nice house, just above average. Yeah, home, right. Gosh. But I wouldn't consider it luxury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't yeah. even. I'll stay. I'll stay in Oregon, Wisconsin. That's fine. <laughs> That's expensive enough for me. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nuts. It's insane. Yeah, yeah and a lot of it does location. Like Toronto, in the midst of Dur Toronto, you're going to see that same thing in Milwaukee. Obviously, we'll kind of put in a ratio of Toronto ratio to Milwaukee ratio of expensive, <laughs> but. Right. Um, I mean, we just looked at um, a house. Someone's going to, this is not my client. This is someone that is working with an agent. They're looking at buying a house up. It's like 30 minutes north of where we are. Okay. Um, it's a really, really cool old home. The structure is actually made out of like down uh, trees. They just dropped trees and made that their, their base of it for the old home. And then through the decades, they've added additions to it. So it was kind of, it was cool to walk through to find out like the original square footage and then what was the first edition and what was the second and the third. Yeah. Um, but now they want to buy it and gut it. So they wanted to see what it would cost to put into it. Nice. It's a five, five bedroom, one bath, which however that works. Yeah. And <laughs> That's a bit uh, uneven, unbalanced. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it yeah. was going for... Three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Wow! But it's in the middle of nowhere. It's on seventeen acres. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. So a lot of land. The house is old, and yeah. we were telling them like, "Yeah, you should gear up for about two hundred on the renovations to get this sure. thing back up and working." Because for sure. I mean, obviously, you're gonna have to add a bathroom. It's all knob and at least one bathroom. So like yeah, all sure. electrical <clears throat> is redone. Yeah. Um, but that same home, if that home, even though it's old and outdated, goes into like a secondary, like a, I mean, even in a Milwaukee area, quadruples in price. Wow. Yeah. So. Amazing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. That would be a cool project, but it's a lot. It's yeah. A lot. Like it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So luxury market, it's isolated. Um, Natasha, answer yours. And it kind of goes along with how your clients are going. I have a, I have more sellers that seem like they're in it and they're going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And all the buyers are, I'm looking for a house, but it's got to be the right house. And right. I they feel don't like, want to overpay. I feel like right now is, is not the time to be picky. If I mean, of all times, you know, like we don't have yeah. a lot to offer at this point in the market. Um, and, you know, like you kind of, have to be able to, to see the vision and to make yeah. the changes that you're going to make to the house because it'll be your yeah. house, not their house now. Yeah, right. And that's right. where yeah. it's a good thing to have like some sort of like a good conversation with your buyers. Is this the right time for them? Cause I think a lot of agents might just like, they see the money and they see the commission and they're like, okay, well they want to buy a house. Let's get them in a house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like the, a couple of the buyers that are looking to use me, they want like a fixer upper. So like, it's hard to go in to buy a fixer upper when you're already overpaying. So yeah. right now what I've, what I've been doing with two of my buyer clients is like, let's go find homes you like, let's find styles you like, at least then when it cools off, we know what we're getting. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we're not going out every day looking for homes and jumping on everything. We're letting them sit because we know it's overpriced. We know they're not going to do it. And like a lot of the conversations I have with those people is, all right, if you're going to buy this house, you're going to overpay what could be, I don't know, let's for easy math, 10,000 sure. to finish your basement, 30 to 40,000. Right. Now, after all those costs go back in, are you gaining any equity in that home? So in 10 years, if you go to sell it, have you made up that equity or did you lose it? Are you out money? And that's the stuff we have to look at where like, we got to figure out how much you're putting into it. Otherwise it doesn't make sense for you to do it, which is tough for them because they're emotionally into it where they're like, I don't want to keep renting. I want to buy, I want a house, I want a yard. Mm -hmm. Well, Then at some point, I mean, we have to go back to what Natasha said. They can't be picky, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Because the the selection is just so, so low right now, you know, just Mm -hmm. get in the market because the longer they wait, and this is what I'm trying to tell my clients or at least prospective clients, just get in the market now, whether it's a condo, whether it's a townhouse, whether it doesn't matter what it is, just get in the market because it's going to appreciate. And when it appreciates, then you build that equity and then you can move on to what it is that you want. I was going to say. Jason and I, we just, our house that we just purchased, it's a fixer upper is it's, it's okay. It's fine. It's nothing to write home about and be like, look at this beautiful house. No, it's, it's a renter. It's a renter rentable house. It's a fixer upper. When we move out there, we'll gut it. But in the meantime, it's okay. It's sufficient. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know the Oregon market, but in 10 years, it's probably going to appreciate quite a bit. Well, we, we bought in what is kind of referring lovingly referred to as the Napa Valley of Oregon. So we see it um, catapulting um, in, in value. So we were like, we're not going to be, be able to afford it in 10 years. So that was kind of what pushed us over the edge to purchase now because it was all about the location. It was hundred percent. Yeah. to That's everything right. it was right by schools so like for rent for the renter market like we can yeah. advertise that it's right next to like high quality schools and absolutely absolutely so exactly it's about location so i want to clarify something if they can't be picky, but they can be picky about location as yes. long as they get into that 100%. location, right? Because that's yeah. what's yep. going to drive uh, the, the the appreciation and everything mm-hmm. else, right? So yes. just get in there, right? Yes, just get get, get your toes yeah. wet, like get in there, yeah. you know, get your first property. And then after that, you can build off of it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're they're just they like the areas that they, they go in. And I talked to more about timing. A house that just hits the market you don't have much leverage to, to go yeah. anywhere in this sure. market because you don't sure. know in two days they could have three offers. Yeah. Like yeah. what leverage do you have? But if you see a home you like, let's put it on our list. If it sits there for a week, like every yeah. day that goes on gives you a little bit more leverage. So like, it's going to be hard, but we need to be patient. If, if you want to be stuck on your price point and what you want, the one thing you're going to have to be flexible with is time. You're going to have to be patient. And sometimes that is not very fun. Right. So it's like, what, what part do you want to be patient on the timing or the, Mm -hmm. what you get? Exactly. Right. Yes. Yes. No. Right. I agree. I agree with that for sure. The fascinating little nuances, uh, the home sale. (laughs) When I, when someone told me that like one, well, I've got three huge bits of advice. One was on investing. So I won't give you that one. But the second one was uh, price isn't everything. Mm -hmm. So there's many other things. There's 
obviously in this market, people are waiving all contingencies. Yes. yes. So there's one thing that you could win. Timing and um, timing and price are like two big players um, on the are you whole thing. About timing so, of, a, of a closing date or what? what, what uh, timing in general, you can you can be uh, easy on their closing date. Like if they want to be out by X date, then give yeah. them that X date. It may cause stress yeah. for you, but they like it. No, I, I agree. I agree with that for sure. Because sometimes it's not um, always the price that that wins the bidding war, right? Just right. Um, wars, right? It, you can meet the their market. closing date, right, and everything else. No contingencies, right? We yep. call them conditions. Rent we back. call them contingencies. Yeah. Oh, rent rent backs. Back. Oh. oh, that's a good so thing. You can do that too. So yeah. if they don't know where they're going, if you want that house, like maybe you can give them a little bit less, but say, hey, you can keep it for six months while you find your home, because Ooh. I'm content. Yeah. So it's all like timing is a huge yeah. factor into it. So nice. um, trying to get other, like the general public who comes in to buy a house thinks like, all right, I just need to be in price. Like, well, not necessarily. Let's right. find out what their pain points are. Cool. And then we can go back because maybe they're, maybe they don't really care about price. Maybe it's an estate sale and they're just trying to get out. So whoever can meet their needs yeah. will get the you house. Never know. Yeah. You never know. Uh, but just um, a point here, because again, different markets up here, under normal circumstances, I would probably not advise my seller clients to rent back. Uh, if, if they haven't found a place, I would say, let's find a place first, because if they're renting back for six months and the market continues to go up, they've just lost money and yeah. they've undersold oh, yeah. their home, right? Yep. So that's the only danger about renting back. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. My, my concern not- would be waiving um the inspection contingency mm. that would make me so nervous i don't think i could do it well unless you're gonna plan to gut it anyways then, then right. it really doesn't matter but you're yeah. right uh, for first-time home buyers or for somebody who's a bit nervous um you know and is not familiar with houses and does is mm-hmm. not handy they don't know how to take care of it or whatever then certainly that would be a scary thing yeah yeah and just because you don't have the contingency on there doesn't mean you can't do an inspection Certainly. You can no, you still can, do the yeah. inspection, yeah. just not, it has nothing to do with your offer. Exactly. So you it won't change if the you offer, find yeah. something, you can't go back and say, well, I found that the foundation was cracked. They'd be like, exactly. well, yep. that's not the yeah. offer. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like when I bought so, this condo here, I, I put it in no contingencies, nothing. I gave her the closing date that she wanted. I was able to get it at a good price. Uh, and I was buying it and I'm, I'm familiar with, with little things. I was like, how much can be wrong in a condo. So I said, right. Forget it. I'm not going to bother doing that. So right after it closed, I brought in my inspector right. uh, and he found <laughs> a few things. Uh-oh. So there was the, I mean, the, the ensuite um, uh, sink uh, was, was leaking. Uh, there was leaks in the shower. There was leaks everywhere. So <laughs> anyway, whatever. I mean, we're talking about uh, hundreds of dollars to fix versus thousands. So it doesn't really That's matter. That's not bad. It's, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Yeah. Right. Are you doing this plumbing stuff yourself? Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, I don't touch plumbing. That's like, your Achilles okay. tendon, huh? That's my, exactly. Yeah, no, that's the bane. I, I can't, I can't handle plumbing. Uh, like last night, uh, was the first time I used the washing machine and it stopped working. Like, what do I do? I have no idea. So there's air message flashing on there. I was looking through the manual. What do I do? It says 
they do this and that. I'm like, oh, I, I don't understand this stuff. You know, it's I Greek to you, yeah. right? No, it it's, it, no, I can't, it's Greek say, that. I can't it's like say that. Japanese to me or something. Actually. There you go. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. So, machines, anything but plumbing, anything, plumbing and electrical, forget it. I'll yeah. somebody else say anything. Oh, anything electrical. Else I hate it. Yeah. I have to do it, but I don't like it. <laughs> no, thank you. Something, yeah. I can't even see it coming. At least water you can see hit you in the face. <laughs> like electrical is just there. And you don't even know what yeah, happened. It is, water is so scary because just the, what it can cause and the damage. Yeah. Right? We so, actually, then, we had a leak in our, um, in our kitchen sink the other day. And like, we had no idea what was happening. All of a sudden I see water like on our kitchen floor. And I was like, did the dogs spill the water bowl? Uh, no, it appears like they had plumbed our sink the incorrect way. Um, so it had been dripping into our cabinet for probably two or three days. And so I think it might've ruined the bottom part of our cabinet, but that's okay. Uh, but we were able to fix it, but it's again, one of those things where I was like, should we just call the plumber? And my husband's like, yeah, just call him. And I'm like, great. So I go to call him. Oh, he was closed for the next three days. So we were able to, to figure it out ourselves. And we were very proud of ourselves. And Good for you. Feel like that's it was awesome. my dad sure. looking down from heaven being like you two stop fighting and figure it out <laughs> so cool. we did cool. but we were like Excellent. homeowners so we were so proud of our homeownership that day we were like we did no, it. that's nice. great that's great but Good never again you. anything yeah. bigger than that we'll, we won't tackle no <laughs> exactly <laughs> no that's when i'm sure i'll get a phone call yes <laughs> exactly yeah cool oh man so um what else on the the Canadian market has been, I guess, eye-opening since, I guess we've talked, it's only been a month. Yeah. yeah. Has there been anything like it's been longer. come across? It hasn't changed very much, no. Um, Have you had any direct clients or deals that are, are throwing you for a loop or something odd that happened through, um, through the transaction? No, not, not recently, no. Uh, not since we last spoke anyway. What's, what's the, what's the best thing about your new condo? The, the space. The it's space? huge. It's like 1300 square feet. That's awesome. So, so much space. I don't know what to do with it all. Right. Cause I'm We're, used to living it in half the size and uh, it's like, Oh my God, room to room. I don't know where to go, where to sit. What do I do? That's exactly <laughs> what it's going to be like in our Oregon house. It's 1300 yeah. square feet. We live in 740 square feet right now. So yeah. Yeah. I don't wow. even know. Like, I don't know what we're going to do with the two extra rooms in the house. That's just workout it. rooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. well, I, I have a gym downstairs. I don't need a workout room. So there you go. Right. And I got a pool. Oh, oh lucky God. duck. I'm living the life over here, right? So oh. it's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I say, so the next podcast, can we just come and meet you up there? Sure. sure. <laughs> come on in. My, my microphone does all the way signals, right? We can do sure. like the, um, not just the omnidirectional, but uh, I was playing with it earlier today. We can do two ways or four ways or three ways. Love or whatever. It. Doesn't That's all right. I'll be by the pool while you guys are talking. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no problem. Is, is Canada letting people in right now? I thought Canada I just is, heard the prime minister was locking it down. From what I understand, Canada is letting people in, but we can't go to the U.S. So they I did. Know. I know somebody, somebody that just went up the other day, and they went up for so I think a day or two. But yeah, they're yeah. letting people in, but I yeah. again don't know about letting people out. Yeah, you know, I, I've kind of tuned out this whole COVID thing. It's just been so it changes every day, and I, it's so hard to follow. I, I just. 
it's hard to keep up. So yeah. I just, I've tuned it out. I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, as long as the stores are open, you know, it's good enough for me. So, yeah. yeah. We have a big, I don't know if you've heard of Summerfest, but it's a big festival here in Milwaukee. No. And people come from all over to go. It's just music for, te- I think it's 10 days long, Natasha? Or Something like 14? that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a break. It's about two weeks, but it's all everybody like musicians will come in. Some are free stages, some are paid, but just music and a big festival. Um, I was planning on going, but now it's either you need to be vaccinated, um, have proof that you're vaccinated, wear a mask, get a test, or get a vaccination. Or get get a vaccine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is just too, I'm just out. I'm just not going to go. Yeah. It no, seems so complicated. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We have to make all these precautions to shove all of these people in a mason jar so they can breathe and like move on each other. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed odd it? to me. So I was like, I'll just stay away. Sure. Sure. Did, have you gone been, before? Like, were you go- going mm-hmm. past years? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I go to Summerfest pretty much every year, at least once, just to see an artist that I like to listen to. But so are these big name artists or local oh, bands yeah. or what is, yeah. Yeah. They're yep, huge. You'll get, yeah. yeah. Cool. And there's like, they're all genres of music too, which is really nice. Like you get some really big country musicians, you get some really good pop musicians, you kind of get the whole spectrum and then you get some good oldies too, for that matter. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds yeah. Like fun. Um, it's, it's a cool environment because every, the whole the whole lot where they host it is right on Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. So you get like the lake breeze the whole time and they do fireworks on the 4th of July when it's actually on scheduled correctly and not pushed right. back to September. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a really cool environment and all the wow. stages are outdoors. And yeah. I mean, you're getting people from across the country that come in to see Milwaukee. I mean, that's the busiest Milwaukee ever will be is really? during the summer fest weeks. Okay. I have to remember that. So if I visit Milwaukee, it should be during. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Cool. It's fun. Um, But yeah, now with that all being weird, staying away. I know it's, what can you do, right? COVID has changed our entire environment. It has. It It will never be the same. No, no. Well, is it too much to hope for that things go back to normal? I don't know. Right. I, what is normal? I don't now. think so. Yeah, no. Like the I day that really we don't have to wear masks anymore when we go out. Or, I don't know. know. Our our area is getting pretty strict with it again because this the yeah. Delta variant has been spiking yes. us a bit. That's right. So. Here too. Yeah, exactly. Here too. Yeah. So, like even in my building too. As soon as I step outside my door, I have to wear a mask. In the common yeah. areas, I have to wear a mask. Right? Mm-hmm. Masks really. Everywhere. So yeah. yeah. We're supposed to be starting to wear masks here too when we're out in public, just FYI. Oh, um, my kid's going back to school this year, and that was one of the big topics that we had to talk with him about was, are you, well, he has a, a grandfather that's pretty, pretty sick right now. And I was like, you should probably wear a mask if you're going to want to go see your grandfather yeah. when you go to school. He's like, yep, yeah. yep, I will. And he has no problem with it, but it's one How of those things. He? He's nine. He's nine. Okay, so he's old enough to understand and you know, keep the oh, mask on. Hundred percent. Right? If and he was he, like five or something, then it's like, yeah. mm, is he going to keep it on? Is he going to take it off? Right. And like last year for school, he chose himself to stay home and do virtual learning because mm-hmm. I'm I was immunocompromised. His grandfather's 
we're both elderly. And he's like, I don't want to get it and give it to them. And I was like, awesome. You're a smart kid. Good. Good for him. Sounds like a smart kid. Every once in a while. (laughs) But he's not busy playing Roblox on the computer, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Is he a gamer? Does he like to? He loves his computer games, like way too much, actually. Um, Okay. So there's. That's like my nephew as well. I've got two nephews. One's going to be six, and then the other one's going to be eight in in November. So, and. The older one especially loves the video games. So it's like one of those things that you look back and you're like, I was never like that. Yes, no. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I was like that because I remember the day I got a PlayStation. Yeah. That was a great day in my childhood. I remember my Sega. I loved the Sega. Sega, yeah. yeah. Well, I, if I if I tell you what I had, I'll be dating myself. Oh no. <laughs> the Atari and the oh, uh, ColecoVision. Awesome. That was mine. That's I don't think I should awesome. have heard of that. Oh, yeah. I found an Atari. I found an you Atari did? in college. Yep. You know, that oh. and like a Super Nintendo. Oh, I love it. Yes. So yeah. we brought all those back. Those were fun. I still have the Super Nintendo. I think yeah. the Atari broke on me. Oh, no. no. But no, those are, I don't think those classic games will ever leave. No, Atari no, had awesome. the the pong game on it pong right game. that was like the very yeah. first one yeah we i remember to, playing that one yeah that i had to i had to design a pong game in one of my classes when i was oh, no studying way. graphic design and i was like this sucks i'm not doing this anymore i'm not doing yeah. web design i will do stuff i will i will make things look pretty that i can print out but not web design really oh wow <laughs> cool. yeah i know i love that uh that old games and i actually found a ColecoVision online uh, a couple of years ago, so I ordered it. And, uh, yeah, Fun. just for nostalgia purposes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are always fun games to go back to. I remember I popped in Oregon Trails like a year ago. I loved that game. Can't go wrong with Oregon Trail. Yeah, <laughs> classic cool. games. So uh, Lambros, I know we're yeah. coming up on like forty-ish minutes. Um, yeah. I want to go into like future what you've got going on in like the next let's say two three months or end of the year like do you have goals set up that you want to hit towards the end of the year or what's on your your book of business that's going to be rounding out your last little bit here now that we're already past halfway yeah uh well i i mean i don't want to disappoint you but i don't have any written goals down for the year like i've already hit the goal that i want to hit so far this year um, and my main focus well, was, good. yeah, I know, which is great for sure. So I'm kind of putting it on cruise control for the rest of the year, uh, and yeah. focusing on my new place, right? Cause there's so much work uh, and I'm by myself. So there's just so much to do here, uh, like packing, unpacking. I still haven't fully moved out of my old place. So I'm going to be back and forth between the two, uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, and just uh, getting everything organized. And then one, I think once things settle down in September and October, um, I think then I'm going to f- look towards 2022 and just start planning yeah. for, for next year. Um, that's a, I mean, yeah. timing seems pretty well because that's about where the upswing is going to happen. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So, that's good. So that, that's where my focus is uh, at the moment. Yeah. Nice, almost planning for 2022. How right. do you yeah. lead generate? Is it... Uh, do you get a lot of referrals? Is it cold calling or how does that? Yeah. I mean, referrals are certainly a big chunk of my, um, uh, of my business. And then, um, prior to COVID, I was doing a lot of door knocking, believe it or not. Uh, I had a farm area. Really? 
uh, yeah, and I would hand deliver flyers there uh, every quarter and, uh, you know, knock on some doors, talk to people, and they got to know me. I, I mean, I was doing really well with that. Uh, and then obviously COVID hit and I couldn't door knock anymore. And now I've lost momentum there, obviously, because people aren't talking to me anymore. And I've seen uh, a few houses go up for sale that of people that I knew and spoken to. And I'm like, you know, I, I can't, I don't know if I can swear on this podcast. I'm like, oh, you know, you I, I could have had, like, shit, I could have had that one, right? And I knew that person. I talked to them. Right. They told me they were going to sell, you know, so it, it comes back to me. I could have followed up better. Maybe who knows? I don't know, whatever. There's, there's always a few of those, right? Um, so yeah. now I'm kind of focused more on, on the online. I'm trying to get as much exposure as I can, uh, you know, by doing something like this with you guys, um, you know, interviews. Um, I've been featured in a, in an online magazine uh, called In the No Local in Mississauga. And I'm doing a lot of uh, social media marketing, just trying to uh, put my name and face everywhere so people are really familiar with me. Yeah. And hopefully that's going to, drive some business and then and then when I go back eventually to farming they'll say hey I know that guy I've seen him online or you know blah 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 and I do my own show as well I think I mentioned to you guys as yeah. well yeah. and I'm all about educating people right I'm all about giving them information right so that's where my um, show is all about right I'm trying to educate people on different topics I got different guests in from all walks of life and uh, and who knows? So maybe that that'll help, and I can build up my my database that way. Yeah, uh, and you guys are welcome to come. Door knocking. Yeah, I've heard door knocking is amazing it because is. the hardest yeah. part, like phone calls, are great. They're easier, but yeah. your contact is minimal. Actually, right. getting somebody on the other line is minimal. A door that's knock, true. like that's true, and people don't like answering the phones anymore, right? They also yeah. they hate telemarketers, right? So I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, you know what? You want to sell your house, kind of thing. Yeah. So I'd rather One knock on the door. I, yep. Cool. If you do call, do you have an iPhone? I do. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I've and this isn't actually what I use as a realtor. When I was in sales, this was a tip that was given to me. iPhones now are getting smart. They'll they'll pretty much like read your text. So if you text somebody and say, hey. This is Lambros uh, with such and such, such. Just wanted to give you a call. Are you free in 10 minutes? And then mm -hmm. give them a call. When the, Instead of when you call, it pulls up just a random number. It'll actually say your name on it. And they're more okay. likely to think like, okay, that's a contact in my phone. I'll pick that up. So a text oh. before a call will actually pull up your name and give you a little bit of an edge of, because I mean, when I see a call that I don't know, it's just numbers. I usually don't pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one trick that it did help. Interesting. Um, Interesting. But obviously um, door knocking has been great. And I was going to pick your brain on the, on door knocking. When you door knock, how do you start the conversation? Is it directed in a way or do you kind of see where they're at? Yeah, no, it, that's a great question. Uh, again, I, I'm all about uh, providing value and I'm all about giving information, right? So I'll knock on the door and say, Hey, you know what? My name's Lambros. I, I live a couple blocks over or whatever it was like I used to be in, in my area. Uh, and just want to update you on the real estate market. So whatever it is that I'm giving them, it could be like an informational piece on, on the neighborhood, like some stats or whatever, or it could be a new house that was just listed. I say, Hey, do you know anybody that's looking uh, to buy a house in this neighborhood kind of thing? So I'm always about giving them something. Uh, and if they say no, no, thank you. Um, that's fine. You move on. 
if they, if they, if I hit, if I see any hint of interest from them, right, I'll just try to keep the conversation going. I'll say, well, how long have you lived here, right? Um, you know, are you thinking of making a move anytime soon? No, fine, that's great. Uh, if not, that's fine too. Uh, I'd like to keep my uh, keep the neighborhood informed on what's happening, you know, new listings, prices, et cetera. Uh, and a lot of people appreciate that. So would you like to be uh, included in the, in the mailing list? And they'll say, sure, no problem. And then they give me their email address or they give me the phone number. Do you want to stay in touch? Awesome. Right. So I, I kind of try to build a rapport before I, cool. I, I go out and ask them something like, Hey, do you want to sell yeah. your house? Right. Or How do you, what's, what CRM do you use for, managing all the contacts that you have yeah i've got a great crm and uh shameless plug goes out to kits it's called keep in touch systems uh, i don't know if they're into the u.s market or not but they're they're fantastic up here uh okay. Dave greens david greenspan uh is uh he's he's, he's the one uh, who's running kits and he has his own podcast as well which is an excellent okay. podcast it's called mindshare podcast you should check him out sometime he's got a lot yeah. of great information that he shares we're going to put all that stuff in the show notes because I, I definitely perfect. want to look up that stuff that that yeah, interests me because that's something that I I'm soaking in what you're telling because I haven't even gotten that part yet in my business. So I'm awesome. Yeah, I'm no, you very should, You should check it out. What's Keep doing? in touch systems. Uh, they're great. Um, you can customize. You can do uh, paper newsletters that go out like the mailing out or you can do email newsletters and now they started a condo farming uh, newsletter that you can do it's just fantastic they're they got so many options they run my website as well uh wow. and it's, 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 it's fantastic you can embed videos into the email so i when i when i shoot my monthly videos and i, I embed it into the uh newsletter it goes out to all my clients so i, I direct them to my youtube channel etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's kind of all ties very cool yeah yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've, I'm jealous of you on that one because that's something that, I mean, right now we're trying to start a, a mailer right now, okay. yeah. uh, just probate mailer. So something okay. super small. It's only, I mean, 25 contacts maybe, okay. but sending out mailers and trying to keep in contact with that. Yeah. And yeah. that has been legwork for Natasha and my other person yeah. in the office to kind of handle. But yeah, email marketing is great. I think it's very underrated, right? People talk about email, ah, too many emails, but it actually works because those who are interested uh, will, it's, it's a great way to keep them uh, warm, right? Keep them in touch and just, and link, then you can link all your social media profiles and links to them. I think we're boring Natasha there or she's uh, too tired. <laughs> Long week, Oh, I guys. can't even see your face. Did you yawn on camera? I did. did. Okay, well, snap that. That's going to be our marketing like uh, thumbnail. It's just going to be you yawning. You guys make me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, So you guys might not have been busy this week, but this week was like a 60 hour week for me. So guys. Got it. it. Yeah. Maybe you should switch the podcast to Mondays. Fall asleep on us. Monday mornings. Monday mornings mornings would be ideal. By four o'clock every day. I'm like, is it bedtime yet, guys? Exactly. I don't know if we could get many guests on Monday morning, 6 a.m. Oh gosh. Let's talk real estate. Yeah, exactly. Are you <laughs> then you nuts? really didn't really hear the swearing at that point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, wow. I am I'm intrigued in your marketing. I think I mean I want to go back and I want to see this website that 
um, that you're using to see what what it's all about. And, well, it's not that fancy. I mean, maybe that's actually. something that we yeah, can check get out going. my website. Demos. I have two websites actually. Demosrealestate.ca. Uh, I know you're recording this, so you don't have to write it down. Um, and the other one is OneStopHomeShop.ca. So uh, one's more for my own stuff. Uh, that's the first one, and the other one is more of a lead gen thing, right? So is it kind of like a landing page type? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a landing page for sure. And, um, okay. and I haven't fully utilized all its features. I know it's got all the bells and whistles and it's got so much to offer, um, but I haven't like even set it up properly yet. So it's yeah. kind of still a work in progress uh, and I have to figure it out. I think once I figure it out, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. But for yeah. now, it's just I there. Mean, it's a lot. Yeah. A lot for one person to handle. You got clients and then you're trying to do your own back exactly. office stuff. So hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And but I've yeah, been that's... so busy. I haven't had time to, you know, actually work on my website. Right. So yeah. I mean, that could be the 2022 setup. So maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, so... I think, I think next show for us, what I would be, what I would think just off the top of my head, try to go over like our 2022 planning of what we want to see and what we're trying to get done and go over those lists. I don't know if that will kind of help our viewers or kind of see what goes into planning if you are an agent or a broker for your next year, because a lot of it is planning. And if yeah. you can get your planning accurate and kind of um, kind of segmented, it makes it actually come into fruition easier. Yeah. The legwork in the front half and then just let it roll and, and do its thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so maybe 2020, 2022 show for us next time. Oh boy. <laughs> or a pre 2022. Okay. Um, and this would honestly, because I had taken a hiatus of being an agent, just jump back in this year. So okay. all of my planning is from scratch this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not, um, I'm not big on planning either. Right. Uh, I just kind of go with the flow kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. I mentioned plumbing is the bane of my existence, but so is planning. Like I just, anything that starts with P, I just can't handle it. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, uh, okay, I'll do well, it. Well, it's hard too. You don't know what's going to happen in three months. Like if you start your marketing and you expect to get a 5% yeah. hit rate and you get 15 and yeah. you have more clients and you know what to do. Maybe you don't need to do step two of your marketing. You just got to handle what you can handle. And that's just it. Yeah. Yeah. So, or, I mean, I have a plan laid out in rough scratch or maybe in my head and this is what I want yeah. to do, but to, to formalize it and to organize it, uh, you know, and then to track it yeah. and everything, it's just, it's just too much work. Right. Yeah. I, I'd rather make a few phone calls or, and then try to get more business or I, I don't know, but that's the way I see it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm I mean, wrong. the plan is to stay busy at that point. Plan is to stay busy. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So. There's I always something to do with either to... clients or try to get new clients. Yeah. What is that? Exactly. I would not be able to handle that way of living. I'm like, I need everything like written out and I need to have like my security like figured out. Like, wow. oh, I would not be able to be so laissez-faire. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it the way work. they operate. Yeah, it's weird. All right. It's well, I've always been like that. Yeah. I apologize. I'm getting. Oh, you're getting attacked. Little guys. Hey, yeah. guys. Hey, guys. Hey, you guys are on What's TV. going on? Who do we have Look here? Look at you. Hi. Hey, Hi. buddy. What's going on? Well, we lost him. Oh, no. We lost him. 
Well, thank you, Lambros, for coming no on our podcast tonight. I think we were on episode season two, episode three, maybe awesome. four. Um, okay. So thank you so much. I will no include problem. all the information that you gave us in our show Perfect. notes today. Okay. And Marcus will circle back at some point next week sure. if he's not killed by his kids. Yeah, so. yeah, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Thank awesome. you so great, much. Great we'll talk to you next you. week. You okay, Bye. ciao. Bye-bye.